0: Life's A Blitz podcast with Rod and Kristen. You're listening to episode number four, our Mother's Day special honoring our mothers, Joan and Pat. Hello. Uh, Rod and I are here today on Mother's Day to record a special podcast um, about our mothers and about Mother's Day in general. Um, We hope that you enjoy what we have to share with you. Um... You ready to go, Rod?
1: I am ready to go.
0: Great. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple. We have some questions that we thought about, and we each answered them individually about our mothers. Um, so we'll start off with Rod answering. What is the best advice that your mom gave you?
1: Okay. Um, you know, my my mom never like sat me down and said, okay, here's you know here's how you live your life or anything like that. So it's not you know, I don't have some kind of a, uh, uh, kind of like like a big moment that stands out in my mind, but my mom taught me a lot of stuff, and probably one of the big, biggest things that she taught me was was how to do laundry, okay, (laughs) so she taught me how to get, uh, how to get stains out of laundry, and Probably how to fold laundry. Yeah, you did really guess, do a really good job with laundry. So, um, that's certainly not the only thing, but um, that that's one of the things that she one of the best pieces of advice she gave me that that I um, still hold on to today.
0: So she taught you to do laundry. Did she like shadow you when you were doing laundry to make sure that you were doing it okay? And
1: well, I mean, she she taught me, and then uh she pretty much taught me before i went away to college right so yeah Uh, so she wasn't there watching me while i was doing it (laughs) i'm just
0: curious did your mom teach you how to cook
1: um not really no no she did not
0: (laughs) laundry laundry was it huh
1: well i mean laundry was one of the things but cooking was not no she taught me other things but um but yeah not cooking really
0: yeah Well, my answer for this question, I had a hard time because, again, my mom never really sat me down and gave me any instruction either. Um, She did um, teach me by default how to cook. I mean, I think that comes from, you know, hanging out with your mom in the kitchen when she's cooking, liking what she cooks, getting recipes passed on and stuff like that. Um, I do recall the first thing that came to mind when, when I thought of this question was I was in kindergarten And I had a crush on this boy and I must have thought that this was like the person for me because I asked my mother, what do you do when you love somebody? And she told me, you just tell them that you love them. Um, I don't believe I ever did that. And I actually went on to um, this is this is a person that I went on to have in school with me, I think through high school and we ended up living pretty close to this person um, when I was growing up. So it was kind of funny. I've always kept that in my mind that, you know, this was like a big deal to me and um, my mom had given me that advice. Um, But overall, my mom has, has just given me so much advice on raising kids. And I think that's like one of the things that you get when you become a mother, Um, your own mother, is right there, you know, sharing with you um, the things that she experienced raising you and her kids. Um, and it's it, it's very applicable to your situations with your kids. And um, I, I can't think of anything specific, but I can definitely tell you, I have talked to her so many times about issues that I had with my boys. And she was, was and always has been my go-to person. Um, for advice on parenting
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: okay what is a time that you made your mom cry
1: i i struggled a little bit with this Uh, i don't want to say my mom my mom showed emotion in that but you know i i can't i couldn't think of many specific times where it was because of of me you know, I think she she didn't show her pride in me through tears very often. She just, you know, would say she's proud of me or whatever. So, uh, so I I said it was at my parents' fiftieth wedding anniversary when the the poem that I wrote for their fiftieth was was read because I'm pretty sure everybody cried there, and I know my parents did, both of them. So, cool. That's what that's what I'm gonna go with.
0: Okay, that's good. Well, my my memory is just a little bit different and um I hope nobody judges me on this, but um I was probably in my early twenties and um I don't know what was going on, but I remember coming home and getting into an uh altercation argument with my mom and I remember calling her the B word. And my dad was present of course. And he's kind of a quiet person, doesn't really get involved in anything emotional. So I remember as soon as it left my mouth, I remember feeling like a horrible person. Um, And I guess that's what really matters is that I didn't feel good about it. And I went to look for her and found her in her uh, bedroom closet doing something. And um, I went to apologize to her and she was crying. So... Um, that is the time that I made my mom cry. Other than that, I don't think I've ever made my mom cry. At least I don't know about it, because I can definitely tell you that my kids make me cry a lot, and they do not know (laughs) that I'm crying.
1: (laughs) You're good at hiding it, yes.
0: Yes. Okay, next question. Best memory of your mom.
1: I have a lot of good memories of my mom. I think the best one is probably one of the first ones. And that's, uh, I think it's before I was, before I went to kindergarten. Like uh, the way I remember it, it's like it happened, you know, before I was going to class, you know, the first day, but it probably happened in the days leading up to kindergarten. And that's my mom taking, or uh, taking an envelope and a pencil and teaching me how to write my name. Because I didn't know how to write my name or write or anything. So she taught me how to write my name on an envelope. And I, I can remember that as clear as like it was yesterday. But I don't know exactly when it happened. But, but uh, I just I remember her doing that. And I was, I was, what, five years old?
0: Three letters?
1: Um, It was probably Rodney at that point. Rodney. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Oh,
0: that's cool. Uh, I actually have two memories, um, and these, and you know, when when you think of these questions, you know, it's kind of hard when you're in your fifties and you're like, oh, okay, I can't really, you know, recall a whole lot of anything. But um, I remember watching Julia Child on TV with my mom, the, her cooking show, and I I think if you have seen Julia Child, you know what I'm talking about. She is hysterical. And my mom and I used to just sit there and belly laugh over her mannerisms. How she would she was like she would slap stuff down, and she was just it was almost like a comedy routine. And and we just we just laughed, and and I'll never forget that uh, that memory. And then my second memory, um, my mom and I used to do the Jane Fonda workout together. Um, I think it was like a record. Well. We call it record. I guess that's called vinyl now. Yeah. Um, but I would come home from school. And we would go down to we had a tri-level. And we would go down to the basement. And we would put on the Jane Fonda record. And, you know, today when you do like an exercise video, you can visually see what's going on. Well, we had no idea what to do. It was literally listening to her you know, tell you what to do and, and us trying to figure it out or making up the move that we think it is. So we got into a pattern with doing that. And I think we probably did it like every day after school, uh, just a really, a memory that sticks out in my head.
1: Yeah. So just to, just to be clear, you're talking about the real Julia child, not the, not the one that they do on Saturday night, Saturday night live where yeah. the blood goes flying everywhere.
0: Yeah. It's the real one. She had a cooking show. Yeah. Um, probably. I would say it was in the 80s. Yeah. Okay, what is your mom's best treat?
1: Um, I'll, uh, I wrote down two things. Um, my mom was, uh, I, th- I always thought of my mom as uh, kind of being selfless. She, was, she never seemed to be selfish or put herself first. I think she always put uh, everybody else in front of her. You know, the family and, and that, um. I don't remember her ever, like, you know, kind of standing up for anything that she wanted to do. It was kind of, you know, letting other people um, go, uh, you know, making sure everybody else was happy and things like that. And then she had, she had, she had a, uh, she had a sense of humor and um, it was, um, it was kind of a little dry, kind of. Probably similar to, to the one I have that you don't think is funny, Kristen. Um, but the, to me, I thought it was funny. And when it it didn't always come out on her, but when it did, it was a lot of fun.
0: Wonderful. Um, my mom's best straight. Um, my mom is one of those people that has a very calming center. Um, she might have a lot of things going on. In her life, you know, she might be anxious or stressed about her own life, but when it comes to anyone else's issues, she just seems to have a way of pulling you into center. Um, I just, and I think I incorporate it still today in my life when things are getting out of hand for me and um, I'm stressed out and I'm anxious, you know, I can still hear her saying, you know, calm down, it'll be okay it'll be okay. And, and there's just something about those few words, um, coming from your mother that, you know, you don't need any kind of proof or anything. You just buy it. I mean, it is definitely, um, believable and you put everything into it. Um, and I have been through a lot of things in my life, um, struggle wise that my mom has always been there for me. And, um, She's always been my uh, center of calmness. Yeah. Okay, Rod, what's one thing that you would tell your mom today?
1: I would tell her how much I miss her. Um, I mean, she's, uh, we just passed 12 years that she's been gone. Um, Just, it doesn't get any easier when you lose your mom. Just doesn't and and I know probably a lot of people listening, you know, are, are like me. They've lost their mom, so so I'm certainly not alone in this. Um, you know, whether it's been a year or 20 years or 30 years, um, you know, it's just it doesn't get any easier. Um, I mean, you know, you get you get over the grieving and everything, and you, you can think of your mom and 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 talk like we're talking today, but you know, you still wish she was around. That's you know, that part's never really going to change for you.
0: Yeah. I never met your mom. I would have liked to have gotten the opportunity because I feel like, um, I feel like I know the half of you, but you know, where your mom is concerned, I don't know who she was or what she was like. And when I look at you and your siblings, I'm not really sure, you know, what characteristics are her, you know, um, your dad was, had such a strong personality that that's really all I see. And you guys, and perhaps if I had known her, I
1: would see something. Yeah, I think we're all we all have uh, some traits from from both parents.
0: Well, the one thing I would tell my mom today is that I love her and that she is the best mom. My success at raising two amazing boys is a result of watching her as a mother and her selfless support through the tough times of my parenting journey.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, a time when your mom was there for you, as if mothers aren't always there.
1: Well, yeah, I, I said my mom was always there. I felt like she was always there. Uh, yeah, she was. She was a stay-at-home mom um, most of the time. Uh, she worked a little bit, but she was almost always home. Uh, you know, when we needed stuff, she you know she she was there. Um, the the uh, a couple times that uh, come to mind are the fact that. Um, she, she came and picked me up from college a couple times when I was, you know, two, three hours away or whatever. Um, you know, she would do all that driving just to get me on a weekend sometimes. Um, she also helped me one summer. She's she's the one who, I think my first summer down in Dayton when I was uh, between my freshman and sophomore year of college, she's the one who... who uh, told me to contact Olston Temporary Services to start working and get a job there because I couldn't find anything else. And you know what? I think I was probably on a job like two days later because of my mom. So just a couple of examples. But um,
0: it's the power of motherhood. She was like
1: that. Yeah, she, you know, um, a lot of stuff that, uh, that I probably didn't even notice that she did, she did.
0: Yeah, mothers have mysterious ways.
1: They do, yes.
0: Uh, most important time um, for my mom is um, when my kids were small. Um, I got divorced, and my kids were seven and three. Um, you know, she quit her job, you know, to watch my niece. And when I had kids, she watched both of my kids. Um, and the bond that they all have is is just amazing. Um, I had a really hard time adjusting when I was a new mom um, Alex was had a lot of problems when he was first born and he was in intensive care for two and a half weeks and I did not bond with him like a normal mother would and it was my first kid and once we brought him home and he was like oh he was a handful never slept cried all the time and I remember my mom took him overnight when he was a newborn just so I could get a break I mean I I, I look at these things now and I ask myself would I do this as a mom would I do this as a grandmother and you know I'm not sure I'm not
1: sure you haven't been put in that situation yet so I know
0: I know I would definitely I, I will definitely have um huge understanding when my kids have kids it's very difficult um, but my mom definitely, um, if without her, I don't know if I would have made it through motherhood. Yeah. What do you admire about your mom?
1: I, I admired my mom's toughness. Um, you know, my mom, my mom was diagnosed with, uh, with, uh, um, arthritis, uh, with, uh, rheumatoid arthritis before she was 30 I think and uh she she lived with pain pretty much every day after that so um she she didn't let it slow her down you know until you know until it did pretty much um but you could I mean you, you could see the effects of the arthritis but uh but you wouldn't know that that she was suffering from it because of the way she acted, um, she, you know, she generally still kept a smile on her face, um, was still the same person. And I, I don't know if I know anybody tougher, just to be able to, to put up with that. Um, when, when my mom passed away, the, uh, the nurse from hospice said that she had never seen a worse case of rheumatoid arthritis on a person. Um, it, you could see it in her hands or toes or arms or shoulders. Um. so my mom went through a lot and she was tough as hell
0: yeah well it, my mom um, I, I admire how she keeps going um, you know I probably see it more today that she's taking care of my dad but she um, she has a lot of energy and a lot of uh, get up and go Um, she's there, she doesn't give up, she works hard, um, I've never seen her break, and I hate to say that, because on the flip side, I think I'm also seen as somebody that's really strong, and I have broke, and I hate when people put the pressure on somebody so strong to say that, oh, they're so strong, they can handle it, and that's not true. Strong yeah. people do break, and you need to care for them in the same way that you would anyone else. Um, so I hope my mom never does break, um, but I understand if she does. I understand how hard things are for her now, and um, probably were hard when she was raising kids and working, too. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: So how are you like your mom
1: well I think the the obvious way well th- there's a couple ways but I think the obvious way is that I like a bargain okay um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's pretty well known that my mom's maiden name is Haskell and, and the Haskells are pretty pretty uh pretty well known for being thrifty okay so um, some people might say we're cheap but uh you know I, I do like a bargain uh, my mom was um A pretty good shopper she didn't waste a whole lot of money and uh, you know um, that was kind of out of need at first you know when we were growing up but uh, you know I I don't think I don't think uh, she ever really got to a point where she liked to overspend on stuff and I can tell you that my grandfather was the same way Um, you know he when he passed away he was driving a really old station A really old Ford Fairmont station wagon. And I can just tell you that he had no need to be driving an old vehicle at that point. So, um, uh, that's one way. So, we'll just leave it at that. And I'll, I'll let you go. I'll vouch
0: that you have that characteristic.
1: I have that characteristic. I'm not always cheap on everything. But I do like to find a bargain here and there.
0: Yes, that's actually one of the things Rod and I enjoy together is bargain hunting. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's it's kind of like a a little thrill to find something on sale, but yeah.
0: I am like my mom. Um, I believe that I am also strong in adversity. At least that's what people tell me. Um, I love my children endlessly. Um, I would do anything for family, and I have a sixth sense, and I've noticed that my mom has the same. Um, it's kind of weird, but sometimes you just know something and I've seen her, um, have the same sixth sense that I have. So those are some kind of interesting, fun things.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What do you miss about your mom?
1: Uh, first thing I write down is, is I miss her cooking and that's no, that's, not slamming you on your cooking, because I enjoy <gasps> your cooking. But my mom, um, you know, you grow up on your mom's cooking. And my mom just made certain things that, that I really enjoyed. What did she and, make
0: that you enjoyed?
1: Well, let me tell you about, and and I tried making this, and I talked to, even talked to my brother about it. Just to give you an example, we have this this old recipe for this poor man's cake. Okay, and and... The recipe's written down from the same recipe that she used to make it from. And follow, follow the recipe, you make it, and it just doesn't come out the same. It, it's supposed to have like a glaze over the top of it from the sugar, but when, when all of us make it, the sugar doesn't glaze the same over the top. Well, apparently my mom just kept a little piece of that recipe to herself and didn't write it on the card, or we just don't know what we're doing. But there's just something Just something about mom's cooking, I think. So, um, you know, I said that, and just sitting and talking with my mom. You know, I just miss that.
0: Yeah. What was your favorite thing to do with your mom?
1: Uh, I said, uh, I'm going to say playing cards, playing games. We did a lot of that growing up. Um, You know, my mom couldn't, uh, couldn't do a lot of physical stuff from... You know, from the, uh, from my, pretty much my teens on, she, um, she had, uh, she was a little limited physically, so, you know, but she could play cards and and games, and we did a lot of that, Uh, you know, there were five or six of us living in the house, and and we did a lot of that growing up, Um, and my mom seemed to get the cards sometimes, too, Um, not always, but sometimes. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to throw in too, I, I, um, one of the other favorite things was going on the boat. I have to say that (laughs) going on the boat with my mom and dad, that was one of my favorite things just because they loved it so much. The boat didn't even like, so I have, I have to say that.
0: Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. My favorite thing to do with my mom, um, we used to take walks. Um, and I know that sounds just so kind of silly, but Um, I would come home from work or school or whatever I was doing. And, you know, in the evening we would take a walk around the neighborhood. Um, I miss doing that with her. Um, you know, as your parents age and stuff and, and, uh, mobility becomes, uh, more of a challenge, uh, you know, I could still walk with my mom, but, um, it would be, it would be a little different today. Um, I enjoy, you know just talking about whatever and um, having that time alone with her, really. Yeah. Um, I have a bonus question.
1: Oh, okay. I don't
0: know about this one. Okay. Because so. I was thinking, I, 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 sometimes I wake up from sleeping and I'll have something pop in my mind and it's usually like pretty important. So. It's
1: usually when I have my best ideas.
0: I had this pop into my head that my mother had a nickname for me and I know your mom did and I love she this sure story. Did.
1: She sure did. So yeah. my
0: mom used to call me Tilly, T I L L Y, and I don't. I think I've asked her, but I don't remember what the story is. But I wanted to do this question because Rod's story is funny.
1: Well, she actually had two nicknames for me. Well, You know, I the mean, not one I, well, I don't. Well, not know about two the nicknames. She one nickname and another thing that she called me. Um, okay,
0: well, go ahead, because I'm not quite sure what the other one is. Well,
1: she used to. She used to call me Shug.
0: Oh okay that's a lot well, uh, I'm talking about and
1: she called me she called me sugar all the time and finally when I was probably in high school I said why do you, why do you call me sugar what what does that mean cuz I had no idea what that it was short for sugar I had no idea that that's what sugar <laughs> was okay I, I had no idea but uh, my mom had a nickname for me when I was acting up and you know and not being a good little boy and i'm not sure when i outgrew this but she used to call me uh, peter bernier so you know when <laughs> it's when if i was doing something bad she'd say you get over here peter bernier and I've, I've tried to look up peter bernier um to figure out where she got that you know thinking maybe it's from a tv show or something Um, can't find anything about it, so I I don't know where it came from. If
0: anyone knows where that came from, or if you're out there, Peter, please contact us. (laughs) I
1: would love to, I would love to know the origin of Peter Bernier. Yeah.
0: I think that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, that kind of wraps up my questions, so. Okay. Um.
1: You have closing thoughts on Mother's Day?
0: I do. You know, I want to wish everybody Happy Mother's Day. Um, our, the mothers that are in our family and our friends and, and our listeners, um, you know, the mothers of animals and um, the mothers-to-be, um, stepmothers. Um, I think mothers are such an important part of our lives um, as being a mother. Um it's a special thing that only mothers know and what it feels like and then as a child you know and I realize that not everybody has a good relationship with our mother um, but I would like to think you know that mothers are pivotal in in who we are I mean we are here because of our mother um, and I was watching a show this week and I'm going to quote something from it, and it's a popular, popular show right now. Um, it was said twice in the, this week's show, giving your heart without expectation. And that just grabbed me because I believe that that is a perfect description for mothers because we all, as mothers, give our heart without expectation. And um, it just, it happens somewhere. You have a baby and, you know, you get through those early months, year, and, um, you just are giving. You're just giving, 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 and not getting anything back and, um, except for joy and happiness. Um, but, you know, as you go through life and you're going through the teen years and you're going through the college years, like I am, you know what, some days you don't get anything and, um you still give, you still have the heart and you still have the love. Yeah. Any closing comments?
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't really talk what you just said, but, uh, but you know, like you were saying, uh, people, people are in all different situations with their moms. I mean, my mom's been gone for a long time and your mom is, is aging and, you know, some people might, you know, might not be talking to their moms right now. Um, you know, I think this is a good time to just kind of be, maybe be reflective um, on on a relationship there, and um, you know, maybe be happy for what you have, or maybe it's a time for reconciliation. Um, you know, I just I hope it hope it's a good day for everybody that they can find some happiness in this day, and and uh, if your mom's around, definitely spend some time with her.
0: Yeah, hug your mom today.
1: Definitely. We uh. We thank you, everybody, for listening.
0: And we'll see you next time.